Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say, say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch this. Worst plot I've ever seen. This movie had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed. You know what they say, once you're 18, monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy. Do you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and jump back in? All right, we should probably dive into this. <laughs> Good evening, Wastelanders. It's Ringo, as always, since I keep forgetting my name. And as, as always, I have with me is Greg. Say hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. This look, is Streaming Wasteland. Look, I, I went ahead and remembered most of it. <laughs> you nailed it, bud. <laughs> Hey, I'm going through finals, man. My brain is divided in 45ths at this point in time. Were you going through finals in October? I was. <laughs> Were you going That's through my... finals in July? Exactly. Every every time that you ask, the answer is yes. I see. So it's always finals' fault. Yes, finals. Finals. And when the finals aren't around, then it's Biswick's fault. And when Biswick's not oh. around, then it's going to be something else. I'll figure it out then. <laughs> I like that you're definitely not blaming your wife. <laughs> no, she listens to this podcast, and I, yeah, I say like it's it. very wise move. It's a very wise move. <laughs> I I like my kidneys inside my body. <clears throat> Mrs. Ringo, kidney thief. <laughs> so, what have you been up to this week, man? Have you been getting into the holiday tier? Oh yeah, you know how I am, the oh, certified yeah. holiday hater. I I actually went around caroling at my neighbors. The problem is, I don't know any Christmas carols, so I was just. I was singing them Every Rose Has a Thorn by Poison. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they didn't care for that. A couple of them threw trash at me. One of them said, get off my property or I'll shoot you. So it was, it was a good time. You should have told them that you're Scandinavian and they had to let you in so you guys can go ahead and get drunk. I don't think that's a rule. <laughs> if I remember correctly, in Scandinavia, they have a holiday right before Christmas where you have to do a rap battle with a dead horse. And if you Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody takes that all that seriously. <laughs> well, we should start it because going to people's houses and getting drunk sounds like a great way to go ahead and interact <laughs> with people. It's one way to interact with people. I would say just saying hi to people in a in a shopping center might be better. You want me to say hi to people? Yeah, I've seen you do it. Yeah, because I was forced to put into no, social interaction. We're walking. Around, we were walking around Las Vegas, and you're like, "Oh, let me tell this guy a story." <laughs> I remember you act like I wasn't there. There's no proof of that. <laughs> there's a photo of it. <laughs> yeah, but there's no recording. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is I need to body cam myself so I can prove. <laughs> I'll have an excuse then, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have an excuse for 69ing Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been up to? Are you decorating for the holidays? No, 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 no. We we really haven't had the energy to go ahead and do that with this week and Remy going ahead and breaking down the fence like constantly. We've had to go ahead and fix that. Dealing with family issues and finals are a pain in the ass. I know I was making a joke about that, but they've been stupid because I have to go ahead and babysit three other adults that are also going to the same class and make sure that they all show up so we can go ahead and do an assignment together. It's really annoying because I also have to message the professor and go, hey, one of them isn't showing up. That's cool. I'm not getting paid yeah, to I do this. I am really surprised that, that group work is a thing in that level of college just because you are paying for it, and it feels like it would be something that uh, wouldn't necessarily go along with that idea. But whatever. 
So, quick rundown. It is a technical writing class of the professors trying to get us ready for working in a technical writing field where you will be doing group work. And and I have had this argument so many times where I'm like, okay, I get that you're trying to get us ready for that sort of stuff, but honestly, this does nothing for whenever you're actually in an actual job that requires you to be a part of a group. It really yeah, if, if Barry doesn't... If Barry doesn't pull his weight in class, then everybody gets a C. But if Barry doesn't pull his weight at his job, he probably gets fired. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Although, we all know a Barry who stuck around way too long. Mm-hmm. And if Barry doesn't pull his weight long enough, sooner or later you can get someone to move them out of your group. Whereas with the professor, I messaged him day one. Well, not even day one. I gave the three others like an entire week to go ahead and message me back after I said, like, hey, we got to go ahead and do this work, and I didn't get anything. Finally messaged the professor, and I was like, hey, I haven't been able to get a hold of him. Let me do this project on my own. And he's like, no, I'm not letting you do that. <sighs> God damn it. So now I'm babysitting. Lame. It's fun. That's I should just get a grade fun. off of babysitting at this point. You should get a bonus point for actually just fucking, or a bonus letter right? for fucking having to babysit. Agreed. Because this is corporate in that way, right? Is that You're always stuck with some people. You're like, oh, my God, this guy's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Give my old coworkers. I'm not <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I have, as you you know as well as I do, I have been keeping up on the James Somerton bullshit. Oh, my God, that is outrageous. Audience, we do not plagiarize. Yes. Audience of five to seven people that know us in real life, you know that we're not plagiarizing. So although, uh, it was a very important disclaimer to make. <laughs> although I do plagiarize Greg all the time, he just tends to not have a problem with it yet. I'm building a case against you right now. I figured. <clears throat> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to take you to to traffic court. So mm. it's really at that point it becomes a battle of Mario Kart. Anybody could win. Yeah, just I, I hope you don't get the blue shell because that's usually what fucks me over. I think we have to turn off blue shells for the interest of fairness. Okay. All right. All right. Extra we- banana peels, though. Okay. No, I'm, yeah, that's fine by me. Wait, are we going to be eating the bananas to produce the banana peels or are they just going to give us banana peels? It's VR, so we could eat the bananas while we kind of move our heads to turn and drive and stuff. Okay. Uh, also, I've never played Mario Kart VR. I don't think it exists. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I got rid of my <clears throat> VR system before moving out here. I think if Nintendo made Mario Kart VR, it would actually probably boost the sales of VR like across the nation Ooh, instantly. Yeah. They'd be sold out everywhere. Dude, I would. I would love to have Mario Kart VR. That that sounds actually fun. Huh. I probably wouldn't be able to play it for very long. Yeah, I'd get sick, but I think also that I can see Nintendo making Virtual Boy 2 now <laughs> so that they can finally get in on that VR market, that sweet, sweet meta dollar. Do you want to go ahead and get into Candy Cane Lane? I don't know how that, that one pivots. I, I was trying no, it's all right. Hard. <laughs> hey, what are those like little weird scooters called? Segways? Speaking Segway. of Segways, let's talk about Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> well, Streaming Wasteland, this week we went ahead and took on 2023's Candy Cane Lane, rated PG on Prime. This is a brand new movie that Greg found and really wanted to watch, and I'm yeah, glad absolutely. that he and I'm glad I was that he died for it. it, and I'm glad that he put it up there because I think that we both enjoyed it. We'll we'll see you in a second. Before we get into that, this movie stars Eddie Murphy as Chris, Tracy Ellis Ross as Carol, and Jillian Bell as Pepper. There's a lot of ends in this one. Jenny, Jenea, 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 Jenea. You gonna say it one more time? Jenea, Jenea. You got it. Walton as jo- Thaddeus J. Thaddeus J. Mixon. <laughs> uh, Thaddeus J. Mixon as Nick. Madison Thompson as Holly. Cameos Thomas. for Thomas. Madison Thomas. 
Why do I do that? Madison Thomas. Jesus, that's Holly. It's cameos for Nick Offerman. God, I love Nick Offerman. Chris Redd, David Allen Greer, and Ken Mar- um, Marino. Uh, Chris Carver gets laid off from his job right before Christmas. However, it's announced that his that the annual lighting competition on his street, Candy Cane Lane, will have a prize of $100,000, so he decides to go all in. He finds a mysterious pop-up show full of amazing decorations and unwittingly signs his life away to the evil elf, Pepper. Now he has until the stroke of 8 p.m. on Christmas Eve to collect five golden rings before he turns. he's turned into a glass figurine to be displayed in Pepper's shop forever. Now, to get into the uh, critics here, writing from Paste, Matt Jackson gives this movie a middling mark, saying, Everyone seems like they're genuinely having fun, but they're trapped in a less interesting movie than the one they could have made. The one just out of frame. Over at CNN, Brian Lowry uh, reviews, In the charitable spirit of the season, Candy Cane Lane serves as a passable addition to the annual parade of holiday movies trotted out each year. Yet, even by... The that unexacting standard, there's barely enough juice here to keep the lights on. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, user Snugly gave this movie a 1.5 stars, commenting, very boring and needlessly long. I disagree with that one. Also on Rotten Tomatoes, user Ranny L gave the movie 5 stars, stating proudly, the witty humor and stunning set designs make this one one of my fa- new favorite holiday movies, and that seems a little bit more on par for me. Greg, how do you feel about this movie? This movie is all right. It's it's definitely a throwback to older movies where I think a lot of days a lot of times these days Christmas movies are focused around rom-com and Christmas magic and Christmas miracles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This feels more like something in the veins of Elf or The Santa Claus or Christmas the Cranks, Four Christmases, something along those lines where it is a Christmas adventure and not a Christmas romance. This is also, not one of those movies that's made for real little kids where everybody is just like one note stereotype of themselves and walking around being like, I am dad and I am in charge of food. But it's people here act like regular characters. It really reminded me of the early to mid 2000s Christmas movies that have become classics now. I think this one has potential for a long shelf life. I do agree that it was too long. I feel like the last half of the movie is this big, long action sequence at this parade. And I want to note that I understand shit costs a lot. Having whole set pieces costs a lot. Having tons of extras costs a lot. But you can see in the movie, half the time for the last half of the movie, while they're at the big Candy Cane Lane parade, there's tons of people in the background and and the family's like interacting with them. And the other half of the time, there's absolutely nobody in the streets whatsoever. And you could tell that some shots were done with everybody there and some shots were just done there. This happens in all movies. It's just because of the way this movie was edited and the story was told, I, I started thinking, I was like, man, it's awfully quiet for them to have this conversation with Santa Claus. And then there's like nobody in the background. And I was like, because this is taking place someplace else or some other time. But yeah, it, it does feel like the... The movie could have ended with Chris getting the fifth golden ring, but the big twist at the end, spoilers for anybody who's going to watch this, but the big twist is you actually have to get all the golden rings equal to the amount of times you say five golden rings in the 12 days of Christmas if you sing it all the way through. And you know how people always do that. So the the total was 40, and at the end he had a chance to get 35 more, and he did it. Hooray! Except that he didn't, and then their wedding rings counted as two golden rings, and... Blah, blah, blah. But 
Yeah, I feel like it could have ended when he got the fifth golden ring and we wouldn't have missed much. That that last action sequence felt a little flat and boring to me and it dragged the movie out a little bit longer than it needed to. And yeah, that's my big knock on it. What did you think? I I enjoyed the movie for the most part. I do think that there were some stuff that could go ahead and get shaved off, but I did enjoy that we have a protagonist in a Christmas movie that's honest with his, his wife for the most part. And then realizing that he, he wasn't, because he didn't go ahead and tell the wife and kids, I could be turned into a glass porcelain doll at the end of this if I fail. But for the most part, he's pretty honest up until that point. I, I did like that he was straight up with his wife. I was fired. I didn't want to ruin today for you. And uh, we'll figure it out. I thought that was a nice little touch, but I do like seeing Eddie Murphy laid back. I think is what I what I mentioned to you. I, I like that he was not doing his early 2000s over the top, screaming, running, being chased by animals that talk thing. Which don't get <laughs> me wrong, I love that. I love that growing. I, I grew up with that, and I, I I would definitely probably watch that again and um, see a lot of the the issues now at this point in time. That's why I don't watch it. Doctor Doolittle's Ringo's favorite movie confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it the whole time. <laughs> I thought that Pepper as a villain, I thought that she was interesting. And I guess if you get into the mindset of what an elf is, you know, her motives make sense. It's definitely interesting that she's like, I'm trying to go ahead and punish the people that are bad, yet she's constantly going ahead and doing bad things. Well, but she's doing it in the name of goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't heard that one before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's definitely not a message. <laughs> uh, I did like some of the lines that were given, like, at least free from the eternal Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to burn everything <laughs> down. <laughs> As they look around and they see that Chris has Christmas scattered through everything. And they make yeah. the connection that like everybody <laughs> in the house is named after something Christmassy. Chris, Holly, I don't remember what the other kid's name is. <laughs> Joy. But Joy. Well, there's there's also the boy too. Nick. Nick, yeah. So everybody's named after Christmassy stuff. So you know you got Christmas, Carol, Joy, Nick, and Holly, and the Holly doesn't realize that everyone's named after Christmas stuff until that moment right there. <laughs> I don't know. There were some things that just came together and it made me laugh. My wife watched it with me, and she ended up enjoying it as well. And it, it'll probably go on the list as something that we, we might watch every now and then. It's, I don't know, it got it got a couple couple chuckles out of me. I enjoyed how oftentimes, like, you, they would have to fight with these, these things that came from the song 12 Lords of Leaping, and they would just fall over. <laughs> just, yeah, I like ah. that touch where as soon as they got the ring, everything turned into, like, a cardboard cutout. I thought mm-hmm. that was nice. Um, I will say I really enjoyed there is a line that Pepper said to the three French hens. She said, go make them miserable as only the French can. That <laughs> made me laugh. That's a good line. Uh, I appreciate that sort of thing. I also like that the French hens had little berets on them. That's I'm yeah. pretty sure that's not what makes a French hen. Uh, but I also don't know what the fuck a French hen is. So <laughs> I, I, who knows? Maybe maybe there's a, a species of hen out there that just has berets on it the whole time. Gonna gonna go to Walmart, go buy some French hens, and they're gonna come with berets. <laughs> <laughs> Little artist smocks. You like put them in the oven at three fifty, and like, oh, this is the temperature you cook me at. <laughs> you will ruin me. <laughs> you will ruin me. 
Yes, those are our terrible French accents. I'm sorry, <laughs> French listeners. I don't think our metrics say that you listen to us, but my bad. Yeah, there was some. There was definitely some fun stuff. It's a charming movie. It's not a bad movie, but I, like I couldn't imagine actually hating this movie. I think that the guy who gave it very boring as a rating is probably an adult who didn't think about it as a family movie. They're expecting some sort of Eddie Murphy raw, which he hasn't been in a long time. Yeah. I could have done without that like little caroling do like quartet or quintet. Ugh. That was just annoying. We get it. You need some Christmas music in here. I think the soundtrack was pretty good without them. But yeah, their pentatonics, little Christmas carols that they kept shouting out randomly. It was very annoying. I love that David Allen Greer was Santa Claus. He's very funny. He almost it was almost like a pimp Santa coming out of the <laughs> coming out of his sled. Ken Marino, fantastic on Brooklyn Nine Nine, great in role models. I think he's a little underused here, but there's so many people in this movie that somebody had to take the cut, and I'm glad that he's still getting work. Chris Red was hilarious as Gary. That's the my favorite of the porcelain dolls. The first laugh I really gave this movie was when he went and tried to play Operation, and he electrocuted himself. <laughs> oh, dude, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> See, but that's the dumb sort of physical humor I love in these kids' Christmas movies, right? When In Home Alone 2, when Marv is getting electrocuted and you can see his fucking skeleton. Uh, I laugh at that now as an adult. And he, yeah, I know. Ooh, he would be dead. We get it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Every time around this year, you and I send each other like that gift at some point or another. And it's not just uh -huh. like one of us. It's both of us. We will send each other yeah. that gift for some reason. Yeah, that and Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Like, yeah. those <laughs> Like, but yeah, like people getting hurt in dumb slapstick ways like that. Fantastic. Well, I think that what makes those sort of things even better is like, oh, yeah, in real life they would have died. But watching them get up from it going, oh, mm -hmm. uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what makes all like absurdist humor work, right? Is that obviously this couldn't really happen. But yeah. There's always those people out there who's like, oh, actually, somebody his size who would be electrocuted would actually... It's, like, it's not even a real electric shock. Operation doesn't electrocute you. Like, it just <laughs> makes a buzzing sound. And if Operation electrocuted you, one, there'd be everybody have a copy in their home for purposes. But yeah. two, also, it would have been taken off the market almost immediately. It'd been like, Jimmy, the asbestos dog. Like, you, that, those shit would have been taken off the market. And to, uh, to double down on the argument of uh, the operation doesn't shock you, not only that, Gary was porcelain. He's not going to feel the shock. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was, it's still a funny moment. I laughed yeah. at it, especially because he's talking shit. He's like, oh, I'm the best at it. And then he gets immediately <laughs> electrocuted. I also like how Gary was like a fucking arsonist. He's like, I'm going to burn her. I'm gonna burn oh, yeah. Her. Gary, stop. When, Gary, stop. When they were driving around, so like, when they were driving around in the little car, and he was like, I call this the Tootsie Roll. One, two, three. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's that's dope. I love it. But yeah, it's fun, and it's nice to see a Christmas movie that features a black family, because Jesus Christ, we have watched a lot of white people for this Christmas spectacular. Yeah. We have watched a lot of white people, some of whom I have already forgotten. I write the little synopsises that we give at the start of each movie review. I already can't remember some of their names. I, I would be, if you put them, you're like, you watched all of these in a span of time between November and December. Tell me who was in what movie. Oof. Yeah. I, I take, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and miss final jeopardy on this one because I, <laughs> Well, I, th I think that it, it comes down to, like like I said in the last recording that we did, it, they all just melt together. They become a giant... It's like getting a shit ton of Barbie dolls and lighting them on fire. Sooner or later, it just becomes mm -hmm. a plastic mess. 
Yeah. How many more blonde people am I supposed to look at? Like it and remember, like it's at a certain point, it's just obnoxious. Like I said, very much Christmas with the cranks esque Santa Claus esque. It's a, it's a fun movie. It is a little long. I don't know how often I'll watch this in the future, but I think it can go on my, my list of Christmas movies. So makes brings it to a total of 11 movies. I might watch as season goes on. I only need, 19 more to fill up all 30 days but i'm pretty sure if you watch a christmas movie the day after christmas you're actually satan so you're not allowed (laughs) to do that anymore you've got you've got seven days to watch new year's movies and i can only think of like two off the top of my head and one of them is when harry met sally so uh the last time i was told i had seven days a woman crawled out of my tv and tried to kill me i haven't lived in that same home since then don't lie last time they were like seven days you guys got a new cat (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's more accurate, actually. <laughs> I've seen Mushu. That creature is from the ring. <laughs> he really is. He's like running around. He's always just poking his head out. And then you're like, what the hell, Mushu? Are you just staring at me? He's like, meow. And then mm. you're like, do you want attention? And then as soon as you get close, he either runs at you or runs away from you. Yeah. Like well, a and if, he run, if, if he runs at you, you better start running because those claws are coming out. I'll just punt him. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, something I want to mention about the movie that I really enjoyed was that the villain, Pepper, when she's got comments coming at her like, you've got real anger issues. She goes, I do. No yeah. denial. Just fucking, I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Pepper's, like, she's a really good villain. She's a unique take. But at least if other movies have done this, I don't know what movies those are. And so I, I don't know. It was interesting. I, I didn't expect it to be an evil elf. I'll say that that was something that I was not planning on planning on ha- uh, seeing in a Christmas movie. Yeah. I had no idea what to expect from this. I didn't watch the trailer before I went in. I just saw that it was Eddie Murphy, and I was like, I like Eddie Murphy. And that was enough to sell me. I, I didn't look at the rest of the cast. I knew it was a Christmas movie based on the name. It is pretty funny that the grand prize of $100,000 ends up being $100,000 in prizes, and the prizes are all shit. It's like like $10 gift cards to Arby's and stuff like that. Miss uh, Mrs. Ringo was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? She's like, did that say Arby's? I was like, yeah, $6 to Arby's. She's like, no. I, I think that this this movie, like you said, it just it played it interestingly. We had a, a family that you don't typically see. Santa being black was was a nice little touch that isn't normally done. We, mm-hmm. we we get a lot of little spins that you typically don't see. The elf being evil, Santa showing up and going, "Well, there's not." He doesn't solve everything the second he shows up. He's like, "I can help, but I'm not going to do all the the lifting. You guys got to go ahead and do it." I think that was a nice little touch because if I remember, I don't remember the last time I've watched a Christmas movie where Santa doesn't show up and go, poof, I solved everything. Looking at you, Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, that's the entire premise of Violent Night. So, And I guess it's something that this movie has that a lot of the Christmas movies we watched haven't hasn't had, which is actual Santa, instead of just this idea of like Christmas magic. Mm-hmm. It's an actual Santa, an actual elf. But again, it's a kid's movie. And I think... I think it's unfair when people are like, oh, it's a kid's movie. What are you being so serious for? Because a movie still has to be good, but you don't have to, you don't have to compare this to The Godfather. You don't have yeah. to compare this to From Russia with Love, which you can find a video about on our YouTube channel. Ooh, uh, nice plug. Always be plugging. ABP. We got new TikToks uh, up at some point and you'll find them whenever I post them. Yes. 
Well, whatever you post them, you can find TikToks. I can find TikToks? We'll find out. One other character I want to give a shout out was, I don't remember if they actually said his name in the movie. I think maybe right at the beginning, but it's Tim Simon's character. He's the reporter on the TV and he's Emerson. That's his name. And so he's, when he's working with his co-host and she's like doing and all this other (laughs) stuff, he's like, wow, that's, that's new. And then at one point she makes some joke. It's like, tell me something else you haven't done. He's like fired my agent. (laughs) 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 I, I only know this guy, so I, I watched like a season and a half of Veep, and I remember him from Veep, and he's funny on that show. I don't really know the rest of his work, but that was that was pretty good. Apparently, he plays Drew Pickles in the new Rugrats, but I'm far too old to be like, Rugrats, yes! Only with that attitude you are. I'm going to keep that attitude. I'm fine with it. If you All are, right, like, if you're 30 plus, you shouldn't get excited about reboots of your favorite kid's show. Unless you have kids, in which case, go ahead, get pumped up about it. It's dope. I'm sure that... Good, I have an news, excuse. Well, like, it's, I'm sure that for my folks, or at least my dad who really likes Scooby-Doo, the fact that Scooby-Doo had new episodes on when I was in my youth was exciting for him because it's a show he remembers liking too. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that if Scooby-Doo put out new episodes right now, my mom wouldn't be turning on the TV being like, yes, new Scooby! <laughs> but anyway, no, I, maybe I'm maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I'm <laughs> I guess I'll ask her next time. Mom, for the very important research for the podcast, do you like Scooby-Doo enough to watch it right now? And when she's like, hey, are you okay? Are you eating okay? I'm like, no, Mom, this is a real question. I'm not malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. We bought dog food. I'm eating that. <laughs> I like to pour it in Tux's dish and then growl at him while he's trying to eat it. <laughs> Keep him on his toes. I don't uh, have anything more to add about this. Go ahead if you got something. Need... Neither do I. All I got to say is that I would recommend this movie. I think this one was worth watching. Oh, good call out. Yes, I also recommend this movie. I don't think it's like a perfect movie. We haven't done a lot of family movies, so we don't have anything in our catalog to compare it to. But this really does give me the same vibes as the Santa Claus, except that obviously Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy doesn't turn into Santa. But the same whole we, we've we've come under fire from Christmas magic. We didn't expect and Now the family has to rally around it. I think it's it's pretty good. So on our scale, I'd probably give this one a four out of nine until we find something to compare it to. I think four out of nine is pretty good. Yeah, we've got more movies coming down the pipeline, so we'll see where this one sits in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll see. I don't expect it'll drop. I don't think we're going to watch too many other family movies. It it does feel, even sitting here doing a review of it, it feels a little bit weird to be two adults talking about, oh yeah, and then they got the ring because the milkmaid tried to drown him in the milk, but he grabbed the ring from her and stuff like that. It was just a, it's, it's a fun kids movie. You could do a lot worse for kids movies. If you're an adult and you watch this with family, I don't think you'll come away upset. That's, I think, the best thing you could say as a kid movie review for adults. Yeah, and if if kids you're listening to this, that is very strange. But thank you. Tell your friends. <laughs> I don't think we have very many youth in the audience because also, I mark our show explicit. So, also probably don't tell your parents because they'll probably take away whatever you're listening on. I'm just, it, it's one way or the other. I, I don't really know how to go ahead and instruct you kids that are listening to this. If anyone is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. Like Greg has said multiple yeah. times, but yeah. yeah. But you could also tell your parents to drop us the line, streamingwasteland at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, we get an email just yelling at us, my seven-year-old listens to your show. I'd be like, wow, why? And it's be whose fault is that? Is that ours yeah. or yours? You, you gave them the, the instrument to work with. <laughs> 
it's actually mine. I've been sending all of this to various elementary school like distros. I'm just like <laughs> mandatory listening for your the child. And <laughs> yes, I put your address on it. One, two, three, four, Washington, California. I was wondering why, man, I keep getting schools going cease and desist. I'm like, cease and desist? What? <laughs> Since neither of us have anything else to go ahead and add to this, I believe, this is the holiday the holiday month, and I hope that everyone is having a great time with their family. If not, I hope that we're able to go ahead and bring you guys a little bit of joy with the banter and humor that we all have over here at 1234569101010 California, Washington. You're not cool enough to live at 6969 Ringo Avenue. Not yet. No, I'm not. No, you need like two uh, more tattoos and a piercing. Life goals. Yeah. Should have wished for that on my birthday. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and this week we went ahead and watched Candy Cane Lane. And we both give it a recommend. If you want to go ahead and find us, you can find us on all the social medias from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram, TikTok. You can find us on all the podcast services, and we have a YouTube channel that has multiple videos. Greg has been putting out some great videos. He's been ignoring me while I'm talking to him during the recordings. I don't know why. Sorry, I'm putting out a video. (laughs) (laughs) And we are all over the place. If you find a place that we've never mentioned, please let us know. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Go ahead and write us comments send us send us emails over at streamingwasteland at gmail.com and with that i hope you all have a great christmas a great holiday i hope that you spend some great family time or friend time or whatever it is that you go ahead and do to go ahead and enjoy and thank you for giving us a little bit of your time greg say goodbye say goodbye bye guys